Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. It's 9.30 a.m. on a beautiful Sunday morning here in Michigan. And I just saw on the Weather Channel that we have snow in the forecast next week, one to three inches, I think, on the southwest side of Michigan, um, around the Kalamazoo area. So that is why we live in Michigan, folks, because you never know. It's 80 degrees one day and we are in a blizzard the next. So I wanted to get on here today. And we, we so many times on my lives, right, we are just hammering down the governor's policy and there's a lot of negativity. And I always want to make sure that we come back to the basics on why we are all in this movement here together is make sure that we're doing it in a positive, nonviolent way. And it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in the negativity of things. And that's one thing I believe is what you're putting out is what you attract. And so we have to do this the right way. Hey, look, I'm human, too. I get extremely upset, angry. I have never been so angry at a person in my entire life as much as I am with Governor Whitmer right now, especially when she hammers down on the children because I'm very, very passionate about helping kids bring out their inner greatness. And when she brought down the hammer, especially to the youngest, um, two to four years of age, wearing a mask and daycare all day, it's so detrimental to their well-being. It's so detrimental to their health. It's so detrimental to their their mental health. Um, it's so detrimental in their mental development. And we we want to come back with force, right? But that's that's not how we're going to play this game. We are going to continue to be positive. We can be frustrated. It's okay to be angry, but we have to make sure that we're focusing that energy in a positive direction. And that's why I've told you from the very beginning, you know, my all my intent, all my energy is always going to be on 2022 to make sure that is for sure that we do not allow her to be the governor anymore where we, the people, get her out of office. I know there's a lot of petitions going on right now. And if they if they are successful, that's awesome with the recall movement and everything else. But one thing that we can make sure 100%, because that's what the repeal 1945 law has taught me, because we thought this was going to be done in October, you know, and when, when the state Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature and told us that the executive orders ever since the end of April were unconstitutional, I thought we won. And then she did one heck of a chess move and put us all in check when she weaponized the health department. And that is who continues to rule over us with the draconian orders of the governor is the health department right now. Why do you think they want to keep us in a pandemic? Why do they continue to test all of our athletes? Because they want to make sure that we stay in a pandemic so they can still have power to do their leftist agenda. It's garbage. It's unfair. We all know this. However, we have to make sure that our end game is to make sure that this woman doesn't get reelected. And when we did the repeal 1945 law, it still held up in the secretary of state. You know, that's, that's, that's the problem, but it's also a positive thing with our government is it takes time for our government to make changes. And we don't want overnight fixes because they can be overnight fixes the other way, too. So there's a process. But I didn't imagine that, you know, when we handed in those signatures, we would still be battling with the secretary of state just to confirm those to repeal that 1945 law. So that's why my end game and my thing is like, hey, look, where can we 100 percent make sure that we win? that we get a win, that there's no shenanigans going on, there's no corruption, and I'm going to get to the election stuff here in a second, that 2022 is that, where we the people can stand up and make sure that this woman doesn't get reelected. That's that's the end game, folks, okay? So we have to keep positive, we have to keep nonviolent, we have to continue to move this forward. And so somebody sent me, Matt Merrick, one of my buddies, and I've seen this in the past, 
But it's funny how you see things when you need to see it. And I needed to hear this today, especially with what's going on with our children. So I'm going to read this to you today to kind of put your mind at ease to to make sure that we're moving this thing in a positive direction, folks. And so it says right here, this is from Alex Cravens. He wrote this. And there's a picture of a looks like a dad holding a child. and He's got four arrows in the back. Right. So here's what it says. Please listen. Don't feel sorry for or fear for your kids because the world they are going to grow up in is not what it used to be. That's true, right? God created them and called them for this exact moment in time that they're in. Their life wasn't a coincidence or an accident. Raise them up to know the power they walk in as children of God. Train them, train them up in the authority of his word. Teach them to walk in faith, knowing that God is in control. Empower them to know that they can change the world. I want to stop right there. That gives me the chills. You know, we are all in this exact moment for a reason. All of us together. God has planned it this way. And so we have to make sure as parents that we're empowering our children to know that they can change the world. That's why the rally at the Michigan State University Student Union campus yesterday is so important. Now, look, there was 100 people that showed up. Okay. And of course, we want thousands at these rallies, right? We want thousands. And sometimes it doesn't turn out that way. However, with the power of social media and platforms, you know, there was 100,000 people that saw my speech yesterday. All right. So that's the reach. So just because there's not a lot of people there, I don't care how many people I speak in front of. You know, every time I go and speak, I do a Facebook Live because if there's five people in the audience, there's thousands. I always know in social media, we're going to get hundreds of thousands of views. And so that's where my intent is. So I'll speak in a phone booth um, with one other person, right, and go Facebook Live with it. But we have to understand and make sure that we are empowering them, our children, our young people, to know that they can change the world. Don't teach them to be fearful and disheartened by the state of the world, but hopeful that they can do something about it. Every person in all history has been placed in the time that were that they were in because of God's sovereign plan. He knew Daniel could handle the lion's den. He knew David could handle Goliath. He knew Esther could handle Haman. He knew Peter could handle persecution. He knows that your child can handle whatever challenge they face in their life. He created them specifically for it. Don't be scared for your children, but be honored that God chose you to parent the generation that is facing the biggest challenges of our lifetime. Rise up to the challenge. Don't be scared for your children. Raise Daniels, Davids, Esthers, and Peters. God isn't scratching his head wondering what he's going to do with this mess of a world. He has an army he's raising up to drive back the darkness and make him known all over the earth. Don't let your fears steal the greatness of God placed in them. I know it's hard to imagine them as anything besides our sweet little babies, and we just want to protect them from anything that could ever be hard on them, but they were born for such a time as this. Chills, right? Tears. So don't be scared for your children, but be honored that God chose you, the parent, the guardian that is facing the biggest challenges of our lifetime, rise up to the challenge. And that's what I want to carry on with this conversation right now. You know, when you stand up, it's hard. Trust me. I know when you stand up against the leftists and the woke left, they are very evil people that come attack you, your family, the death threats. They try to cancel you. They cancel your business. They destroy your signs. I've been through all of this and I know in the future there's going to be a lot more attacks that are coming my way. I don't care. 
And I get attacked on both sides, folks. Even on our side, there are people that are anti-Garrett. And that's okay. There is people out there that are not going to like everything I have to offer. And they spread rumors about me and they spread untruths. And I'm talking about both sides of the aisle. I don't care. I'm always going to do what's right. And I'm always going to be transparent. But I do know this. The people who are anti-Garrett right now, you know, we can all agree on this that we want to make sure that this governor does not get reelected. That is one common goal that we all have, and we must come together, especially after the primary. Whoever wins the primary, we the people have to come together and support that person to make sure that Governor Whitmer does not get reelected. That is the ultimate goal that we all know that needs to happen. But to get back to the attacks, there's a lot of people that I know personally who have stood up, you know, that that supported President Trump, that got canceled, right? And when that happens, you get fearful. We cannot be fearful anymore. Imagine what you're teaching your kids at this moment or your grandchildren is that when you get attacked, that you want to just give in and not stand up. That cannot happen. When they attack, we come back in a positive, nonviolent way, but we have to continue to stand up and voice our perceptions on things because if we don't do that, they will win. And that's what they want. The leftists, the woke left are nothing but a bunch of bullies. And what do you need to do to a bully? You need to stand up and hit back. And once they do, they'll never bother you again, or they'll try and you stand up more. And the more people that stand up, the more that it gets contagious, folks. I love that the rally. And that's why I love these rallies. Look, I'm going to be selfish right now and tell all of you, when I go to these rallies, man, I, I need these things. I need to get around the people of Michigan because I need to hear your stories. And when I hear your stories, that throws more gasoline on my fire, on my heart to continue to fight back, to continue to stand up for not only for my creator, for myself, for my family, for all of you, but more importantly, for the people who can't stand up for themselves, our young children. You understand when you guys tell me and you come up that, you know, I'm inspiring you, you inspire me. When you come to these rallies, when you take the time out of your Saturdays and you come to these rallies, and there's some people that I see all the time, even some people out there who are anti-Garrett, right? I see them at every single rally and they have my respect because they are there. They are taking the action. They are trying to make a difference because we, the people, have to do more than just get on social media and comment, right? We actually have to come together. And I guarantee you, if you haven't been to one of these rallies, you come, you're going to leave feeling like you did something, that you took some sort of action, that you're in a community, that you're going to feel like a better Michigan or a better American. And some of the people... That I met yesterday. It's amazing when, when, that I hear their stories. Like one woman came up to me and she told me that she never thought she would ever run for anything political. And she ran for her local school board. She was an outsider. She lost. But that's OK. And I told her that, holy cow, you just inspired me. And, and that's what I love to hear is these Americans now who love this country who love this flag, who are not doing it for a political agenda. They're doing it because they love this country. They love this state. They love this flag and they're doing it for the right reasons. And that's what's happening. As I told you a year ago, there is going to pull it. There is going to be a political revolution. There is going to be because we're going to have great people that never would have thought that they would have ran for any type of office who are going to stand up and do it. And they're going to win. And if you just look around at these rallies and you look at our brothers and sisters who are there, I mean, you can see that it's starting to get contagious, that it's starting to catch on. And that's what needs to continue to happen is we have to continue to keep the energy up over the next year and a half, folks. That is what we need to do. We need to come together at these rallies, every single one that you can make. You know, and I know Michigan's a big state, 
So we're going to get to all areas of the state throughout the summer and throughout the next year, folks. I promise you. You know, that's why I'm traveling up to Marquette here in the next couple of weeks for the pro Second Amendment rally to support my Upers because the Upers, holy cow, there is no reason that the UP should have ever been locked up, you know, especially in the beginning. And this blanket approach she did to them. And I stood up and I was voicing my perception at the time, which was not very popular. <laughs> but the UP just got hammered down for no reason. And so that's why I'm so excited to get up there and be with them and support them, especially at the pro Second Amendment rally, because I'm pro Second. You guys heard about all my speeches in the past, and you're going to continue to hear more about why I'm pro Second. But when I get to these rallies, I hear these stories. You, you all inspire me. And I want you to understand that. And I know it's hard to stand up. And I know it's hard to put yourself out there. But you have to believe that God has his hands in this. And always remember, your children are watching. And I know it's hard and I know it, it gets frustrating and I know you get angry, but don't ever quit standing up for what's right. Because if we do that, we lose and we know there's a bigger battle going on right now. And we have to make sure that we not only get great people in the office to carry the torch that President Trump laid out for us in the path on America's first agenda. We need Americans to continue with that because we're seeing what's happening right now when we get the wrong leadership, not only at the state level, but at the federal level. Our country's getting torn apart. So we need to reverse it, folks. And we need great people to run for office. And we need great Americans to continue to stand up and support those people. And we have to all do it together as we the people. And never, ever forget that God puts you in this moment right now at this exact time. What are you going to do with it? I have a thing that I'm very passionate about even before all this Garbage happened when our constitutional freedoms got taken away, our sacred values and citizens' rights. I was really into trying to allow people and help people to bring out their inner greatness. And so I always talk about the 1% better or change your best, right? And people are like, what do you mean by changing your best? I truly believe that every day when you wake up, you have a decision. You can get better or choose not to, or you can choose to stay the same. But if you choose to get better in some aspect of your life, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, I don't care what it is. If you truly believe that and you get better, then your best is going to be different than it was yesterday because you got better. And if you continue on with that and you change your best today, then tomorrow you have the opportunity to change your best again. So every single day I'm putting out the challenge to all of you to change your best, to get better every single day. Because we know that we are in a struggle right now and it's hard and it's frustrating. It's angry. It's so easy to buy into the negativity. I'm guilty too, folks, that you get caught up in this garbage. We can't allow it. We have to continue to make sure that we're doing it in a positive, nonviolent way, just like the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King Jr. and John Lewis, what they did with the Freedom Riders and everything else. You know, that's one of the movements that I've been studying. And I'm very humbled um, to even learn about that because I didn't know a lot about the struggles of what they did. And if you ever want to get educated on that, just read a couple books. There's some great books out there about it. But that's what we have to do is we the people. I truly believe we're going to win this fight. I truly do. It's going to be hard. It's going to be ugly. This next race is going to be nasty. It's going to be evil. There's going to be attacks. But as long as we stay true to who we are, as long as we have faith and we continue to always do what's right, we will be victorious one way or another. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your family. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Goodbye.